Sometime. Anybody wants to go to the toilet, go ahead now. <laughs> All right, let him have it. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bocci Bros Podcast. This is episode 10, and I am joined by my brother here, Chris Lovell. Yo. And What's up? Of course, my name is Dante Lovell. We have a great guest tonight. He'll be joining us a little later on, Andy, from the American Bocce Company. Uh, Andy has been connected with us for a little while now. We've talked a lot about bocce and a lot about life, but we are excited to have him on today. He recently joined American Bocce Company. He's a big reason for joining that gap between bar bocce as well as professional bocce. So we're excited to dig into that later, talk a little bit about how he got started in bocce. Uh, he's been a member or a part of the Special Olympics, I should say, as well as refereeing some bocce. So I'm excited. But uh, Chris, how are we doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm pumped for this one. I uh, looked at Andy's Instagram. He seems like he's a pretty high energetic fella. I loved how you said he refereed bocce. I didn't really knew that existed much until I saw some of his photos. He even had a referee jersey on once. On one of in one of his posts, so that's uh, I saw I saw that, and uh, probably, I like how you said. Sorry, uh, go ahead. Uh, no, so I like how you said high energy because I know you and I are pretty high energy, so I think this is going to be a fun a fun episode. Yeah, definitely. I, I like the whole referee thing, though, especially <laughs> uh, growing up witnessing all the old Italian guys trying to measure and. Mm-hmm. Each of them probably had their own little ruler stick, and one mm-hmm. saying Bop it's green. Bungling each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> turning, turning the measuring tape on the My favorite part of the whole, like looking at the thing, like tape measures two feet to your left by your foot, but you're just going to stand there for about forty-five seconds to a minute, arguing on who has point. Yeah, it's like, well, I, think I it's just rare. say have the tape in hand. <laughs> I think it's green. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, but I, I like that. Uh, you know, when we get in these tournaments, especially if they become pretty big, I think having someone in charge of that makes sense, which we kind of do in our playoffs at the Italian club. I know Panico always asks us yeah. to, to kind of referee and make sure mm-hmm. everything goes smoothly. So, Yeah, it takes a little pressure off the players playing, too. They don't have to worry about walking down to see or, you know, talking. It's just less time taken up in the whole game, which I like. Yeah, I might have to bring a couple 20s, slip the referee. <laughs> but oh, man uh anthony uh, cugini other bocce bro who's not on yet he was just in a two-man tournament um at neo sports complex down uh, up in cleveland i know neither of us can make it um but anthony played with his father i don't think they did too hot but i know they had a good time like always up there in cleveland everyone always kind to them yeah, kind of uh, give the rundown on that complex. So actually, I will for a minute. Uh, if you follow us on social media, mm-hmm. you would have seen Dante and I. We were in this wrestling ring, <laughs> and we created our own little Stone Cold, The Rock matchup. Uh, that was pretty comical. For the record, I want to stop you real quick. Um, <laughs> Chris and I have an extensive background in WWF, WWE. People think like, oh, how many like takes did that take you? I literally just told Chris, I was like, hey, just do what we did when we were kids. <laughs> One take. That was all it took. That was the basement in Poland, Ohio, right there. Ladder match. That was first yeah. I mean, <laughs> season vets. Continue on though. No, no, NEO. They have it's a huge sports complex. I, I wish I don't know if Columbus has it, but I just feel like that should be mandatory, especially in colder weather climates. It's just big facility. They have indoor volleyball courts, uh, sand volleyball as well as regular volleyball basketball courts they have a ton of how many bocce courts do they have uh they have like six maybe they have i believe six bocce six six bocce courts yeah they have, positive. A, they have six a ufc cage and a boxing ring yeah so it's it's a, a good spot for not only kids to get out and get out of the house but for adults as well especially in that bocce area so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to getting up it's there. It's funny more. they paired the uh, they paired the fighting stuff with the Italian bocce stuff, and then right outside that is the bar. So I think they they got us pinned pretty well. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. How uh, so? The <laughs> listeners, sure. if 
you didn't listen to the last episode, Dante tore his Achilles playing softball. Um, how how are you yeah. doing there? You had surgery on it. What's what's that looking like? <laughs> had surgery a couple weeks ago. Um, stitches just came out last weekend, so we're on the road to recovery. Physical therapy starts next weekend. It's a long, long road to recovery. Uh, the goal is to be golfing by the end of the summer and to play basketball next year. Um, but that's a, the basketball is on, on the back burner for now, not for a long, long time. Yeah, but bocce, however, and this is a time for my bocce career to shine since all I have to do is really stand on one leg. Right. <laughs> well, you played uh, indoor bocce, so that was good. You were able to show up for the team, made it to the championship. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled on a scooter. We blew the first two teams out, and then we got halted by our friend John Panico. And the hey. And speak of the devil. Hey. How you doing, OB? Hey, what's going on? How we doing? Real good, man. How you doing? Doing well. Nice to see you. Awesome. Good to be seen. Hey. Alex. Alex. How we doing? What's hey, up? we didn't schedule him. We didn't. Yeah, we don't have enough money to pay him. <laughs> I don't have enough money for you. You got to You can't be able to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's just me and them now, man. You're out of it. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's going on? Um, what's, how we doing? What's going on tonight? Tell us what you're. What you got going on over there tonight? Um. So right now it's TNB Tuesday night bocce. Uh. It's the return. Uh. This is the first season indoor. Since uh, last year, quarantine started. I don't know if you guys had that out there. You guys have you guys have anything happen out there with COVID? You guys remember COVID? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I. Uh, I mean, I have a mask. You know, we gotta wear masks inside here. But I'm all the way over in the corner, so uh, I'm just gonna yeah. put my face out there and make them tell me not to. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is the first week back. Uh, they got Monday night and Tuesday night at their premier location, Chop Shop, which is in Wicker Park, which is a super cool young yeah. neighborhood, uh, you know, probably four or five miles outside of downtown. And uh, this is the Bocce Dome. This is where all the leagues have happened. Uh, they used to be able to fit four courts in here, uh, but they built a stage during quarantine, so it looks a lot cooler. You can see the That's awesome. behind me. Looks really cool. Yeah. But only three courts, but also, you know, less people are allowed in here. So uh, we're doing what we can. And this is week four of the first league back. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just, I was going to be down here working tonight. So I thought it'd be pretty cool. Uh, I could show you guys what's going on here. You guys want to see that? Yeah. Yeah. So please do. Uh, hey, congratulations. Check this out. Um, you know, the return. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. It was a long time ago. Okay. So I'm in the corner here. And uh, we got three courts set up. These are all eight feet wide and 30 feet long. And uh, let me put my mask uh, on. I'll walk, I'll walk you around here. I am, uh, no? I'm a little old guy. So uh, me and technology, <laughs> I, I, I can't do selfies still. I don't know which way the camera's pointing. Uh, just bear with me. Uh, but let me You're try. fine. All right. So here we go. How's that? Oh, yeah. No, perfect, man. I've seen I've seen the pictures on Instagram of that place. That place looks amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, and uh, so here, I'll just actually, you can walk right through here. Uh, we're going to walk you down the courts here. Yeah. Hopefully this is not uh, this is not the actual cast yet. And then you can see out here, they got a big bar area. This is where everybody kind of filters in. Okay. Um, awesome. And then right outside is Milwaukee Avenue and Six Corner Intersection. What's up, guys? Say hi. There's some uh, bocce enthusiasts. Anyone? No? All right, all right. Uh, what's up, guys? What's up? My man Zonko and Zara down there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, fun stuff. Everybody's really, really happy to be back, man. Oh, I can't imagine. It's, uh, I remember uh, last year at my bocce club, uh, March 14th, Thursday night, the uh, president walks out onto the court and says, sorry, guys, these games aren't going to count tonight. You can play, uh, but we're shutting down. And then uh, two days later, three days later, you know, we went for our Sunday morning practice and uh, they brought out cold cuts and cheese from the fridge. And they're like, hey, we're not going to use these. You know, we might be closed for two, three weeks. Who knows? Uh, and, oh, man. Uh, we were closed till September. Yeah. Jeez. Appreciate it. Hey, um, but we're back, right? So we, 
Yeah, we are back. Uh, actually, uh, exciting news about Highwood. I don't know how much you want to uh, save of this, but Highwood, you know, has been, we've, we've had a um, registration program where you got to sign up for specific times now, uh, which that never was the case before. And, uh, you know, limited people for courts. But just this week, uh, tomorrow night, our Wednesday night league is going from two courts, four teams, to four courts, eight teams. Ah, the bar is open wow. for service. You can hang out in the bar now. That's a big deal. And uh, our key fob, work again. Yeah. <laughs> I awesome. Since March 15th last year. And so when I have a key fob, that means I can go to the club, you know, Whatever. Eight, nine, ten in the morning, whenever I want. It's totally empty, and I can just do whatever I want. Love it. Well, yeah. Um, I just want to say, congrats, man. Congrats on coming back and you know slowly getting back and everything. Uh, I know. It's, I know you guys have been itching, so we're happy for you guys. Yeah, um, it's very exciting. It's going very smoothly. Uh, everybody's you know willing to follow the rules, and uh, it's it's just been awesome for us. Right. And uh, I'm fully vaccinated, so you know I'm just, <laughs> I just put the mask on for show. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope it wasn't Johnson and Johnson. Chris and I were talking before you came on. You, which one did you get? Uh, I got the Moderna. You know. Moderna. Moderna. Okay. Throw it up. We're starting. Yeah. We're starting like new divisions. You know, like I feel like I feel like there hasn't been enough fighting lately, so I'm starting to uh, starting with the vaccines. You know. It's, I got that Pfizer. No, you got that I got that Pfizer. You know, I thought this was a P. That's a P, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. You got that, though? How you feeling? Good. So yeah. far. How about you, Dante? You get a vaccine yet? I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, I did get the Moderna about two two weeks ago, so I'm feeling good. No side effects, but, you know, I feel good, man. You know? Good. How's the work, man? I, I, we were just talking a little bit about that. It's got, Got stitches out last week and physical therapy. My road to recovery for bocce starts next weekend. So I have a long road ahead of me, but um, it's awesome. it's feeling pretty well. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah, look man. great tonight. You know, your your upper torso looks really healthy. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I appreciate that. I could do yeah, a little. Man. I could do. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as he can do this, Dante froze there. Yeah, but, uh, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I have I have played against people in wheelchairs. And uh, it's hardly, uh, you know, it's like hardly changes anything. <laughs> right, right. I mean, maybe on the Rafa, maybe on the shooting, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you right. Won't, you won't be shooting yeah. for a minute, but. Yeah. So, Andy, give us, give us yeah, a little run. I understand. Give us a little uh, run. Andy, do me a – Dante, I think uh, you're, you're kind of delayed, I think, Dante. Maybe are you using your phone or what's going on? Oh yeah, we're getting a little. We've lost them. And you're you're Chris. Yes, Did I'm, I see. Is your name Chris? Yeah, I'm Chris. Yeah, you can call okay. me Chris. Uh, Dante's okay. older brother, one of them. Uh, All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Nice to meet you. Yeah, okay, nice to meet you as well. Love, Don- love what you guys are doing, man. I've been listening to you. Likewise, dude. We had no idea you guys were out there until we started this thing, and you guys followed us, and we're like, "Holy isn't shit, it, these guys are like." Isn't it crazy, man? You're like 14 steps like, ahead of us. Like we love everything we're seeing over there. Yo, know, I mean, I've been playing bocce. I, I, you got. I sent my resume. You know, abbreviated, abbreviated resume. <laughs> I kept out hundreds of losses. Uh, but I've, I've been playing since 2008 and honestly, it took me a decade. Like it took me 10 years to like find like-minded people. Yeah. And once I found some, they, they just started popping up all over. They're all over. Uh, there's just no communication. Um, that's like, mm-hmm. you know, one thing, I don't know how you guys do this. Like we're just hanging out right now, but like when you start officially, like I really want to touch on that on, on just, uh, the disconnect with like-minded people. Yeah. Like there's little yeah. pods of people that love the exact same thing all over and they just don't know each other exists, you know? And right. I really want to talk about that because that's like a, a real main focus of our mission is just finding those people and connecting them. Well, hey, can hey, you, we, uh, can you, my, sorry. <laughs> uh, Dante, go ahead. Now I was going to say, can you talk about that? Cause I know you are the bridge between, you know, professional bocce, which you have an extensive background in, to bar bocce, which you're currently doing. And, you know, there's no communication. So what have you been doing to help bridge that gap? So, I mean, 
I've been doing literally anything I can because it is a, you know, it's a centuries old hurdle. Uh, I'm sure the oldest, you know, professional players that ever played didn't like the bar crowd uh, because they didn't, you know, it's just, it's just how it goes. Um, so honestly, what I've been doing is um, in 29, I, I have a real hard time with the last year because everything like feels like last year, but yeah. it was actually two years ago. Um, but so I, I've been playing so long and I have my own league and I have my own community, but my community is very different than the American Bocce Company in that like, we're not about growth necessarily. We're about um, referrals. You know, you've got a friend who's got a friend, she's got a cousin, whatever it is, but everybody knows somebody. And if, uh, you know, you're not good for the league, you're out, you know, it, it was just kind of a tight knit community. We got up to 20 teams, you know, 2v2, and uh, it was just rolling. And uh, then around, you know, 2017, 18, I met Alex and them. And they they didn't know uh, a larger bocce world existed. You know, long, uh, professional, synthetic courts, um, just different styles of the game. Uh, you know, the history of the national tournaments, the history of the United States Bocce Federation, and... Uh, so I started talking about that because I had never seen young people at a bar playing bocce, you know, like uh, the only young people I ever saw playing bocce were ones that I recruited from my league and my bar. And that was it. There was no um, other world. And yet I'm going into, you know, Wicker Park, which is, or actually this one was in Logan Square, which is <laughs> funny. It's uh, Logan Square and Wicker Park are right next to each other. And they're very different, but they're very young and very cool. Uh, one's a little, you know, kind of scuzzier, more punk and like underground. And one's a little more kind of chic and, and fashion forward. Um, but we went, went to our first league in Logan Square and meet these guys. And I, I just can't believe that this kind of energy is surrounding a game that, you know, I've introduced to so many people. Uh, and it just ended there because I never thought of it uh, as anything else. And what could I do? You know, what could I, uh, just some dude nobody's heard of who started a league nobody's heard of in the back of a bar, people that regulars at the bar don't even know they have courts out back, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, how could I change anything? Uh, then I meet Alex and Matt and Alicia from the American Bocce Company, and uh, the, the product that they're putting out is so pure. And um, don't get me wrong, when I walked in, having been where I've been, uh, although unsuccessful, I, I had an idea of what bocce should look like. And when I saw it on their website, I thought, oh, this looks kind of silly. And then my buddy convinced me to play. And we did. And I thought, I thought oh, this is kind of amateur hour. You know, we're going to crush these leagues. And, uh, and we did it. We didn't win. Uh, we didn't win for a while. Uh, we took down a couple, like, you know, there's leagues that aren't as good. You know, we took those down, like some new, new leagues, you know. And, uh, but it was really hard to win. And the harder and harder it was to win, uh, the more and more I thought, you know, competition is competition. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, if you're playing wiffle ball or major league baseball, you know, it, it's hard to win. Mm -hmm. And uh, what Alex said to me very early was, why does every other sport get any version you want? You know, you can play golf at a public course, you know, cut like 1500 yards off the course and uh you know have no water and like be like I, sh I shot 10 over you know i'm doing really good but you know you put them out there on a championship tee you know they're just gonna get murdered but it's okay to have that form of golf you know it's okay to shoot basketball in your alley in a peach basket or whatever you got just to just to have a good time you know uh we used to play baseball with you know five people you cut off right field you cut off first base pitchers hand out and Every sport's got like this abbreviated version. You can play hockey on rollerblades or you can play without rollerblades in the field. You know, you could, you could do that with any other sport. But for some reason, <laughs> you know, boxy players who nobody's ever heard of, nobody's ever even knew the club was right around the corner from them. You know, they grew up there their whole life, never even heard of the club. You know, they'll go someplace else and go, oh, this isn't boxy. Yeah. You know, like boxy's only played this way. And, uh, you know, you guys should know better than anyone else. I used to, I used to come out to Cleveland and play. I played the, uh, the Wycliffe, the, the big, uh, oh, yeah. the big, what is that? The, the festival that you guys have? Yeah. I, I, I forget the name of it now, but Chris and I were just talking about it. The huge Wycliffe tournament though. Our listeners know what you're talking about, yeah, but okay, tell us a little bit how one. that was different. Uh, you know, it was different because you guys play back wall live, you know, and that's something we never 
heard of. And we came out there and we're like, whoa, this is stupid. Why would you play like that? And it's because, you know, we were sure that there was only one way to play the game. You know, this mm-hmm. is back in, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, we were traveling out to Cleveland. Uh, and, you know, the w- Wycliffe and Molasani had, had some big tournaments too that, that's mm-hmm. out there. So I've been to those clubs. They have beautiful outdoor courts. Um, they were a little shorter, you know, like you could bounce the ball kind of off the court. And if it comes back on, it all plays, you know, just little yeah. different rules. And uh, I, I was very much against that. And we stopped going out there. I'm not going to play in Ohio. That's stupid, you know? Yeah. And so what do I do for the next, you know, seven, eight years? Absolutely nothing, you know? And then I meet Alex and he's telling me, why isn't that bocce? You know, why don't, why don't you come out? Isn't the best player going to be able to find a way to win no matter what court he's playing on? You know, whether it's in your backyard or if it's, you know, on a Polioni professionally laid court, you know, uh, mm. you just got to adjust. Um, and I ha- I really come around to that uh, line of thinking because uh, back to my, you know, your original question was, you know, what have I been doing? Uh, after we got to know each other, Alex and I planned a tournament at my club, Highwood Bocce Club, mm-hmm. for only ABC players. So uh-huh. American Bocce Company, players from the city, never been to Highwood, never rolled on a, a full-length professional court. And we organized a tournament. And they kind of... You know, they send an invite out to kind of their top players, their their most frequent players, their best players. Um, and we got an eight-team, eight eight-four-man team tournament of just American bocce players at Highwood. And me and my three teammates were the referees for the four courts. Yeah. And we just kind of organized it. We got some local sponsors. Some um, There's a new distillery that opened up and a brewery that helped us out. And we did this great tournament uh and after that within the next month we got 15 new members of highwood bocce club wow so this is you know the thousands of players that go through american bocce uh, every year and then the small group of them came up and saw that there's more to the game not something better but another version you know something Mm -hmm. else that they can practice on and compete you know at a higher level Mm -hmm. and uh so that was the beginning of uh, what I would say the merger is that these two worlds can coexist. You know, we yep. can bring in, you know, bar, you know, trash talking loud, uh, you know, drinkers up to a real club and they, they can compete. You know, they could go mm-hmm. out there and put it on the line and, and give you a good show. And uh, when I saw that in person, I, I thought, you know, what, what's the feeling for this? You know, there mm-hmm. is, we have, what almost no other sport has is the freedom to, to create a, a new, not a new version of the sport, but a new look. You can give it a makeover, you know, give this sport a makeover and reintroduce it to the world and say, this is the world's oldest sport. It's the second most popular sport on earth. Why haven't you heard of it? You know, everybody yeah. should know what that means. And, uh, you know, we saw what curling did a few years back, you know, uh, when those boys, when those boys from uh, was Michigan or went went out and won a gold medal, I mean, mm-hmm. like curling, curling's legit in America now. Like it's here yeah. to stay. You win a gold medal in the Olympics. I mean, that was incredible. And yeah. uh, I thought, what? Where's that opportunity for us? You yeah. know, why why can't we try for something bigger? And and ever since then, it's just been one thing after another. You know, bouncing ideas back and forth. Um, and honestly, guys being open to everything like being open to everything I, I for years and years i played at all these clubs and in, in these tournaments and someone would tell me oh you can't do that and i would say okay you know out of respect i'm not, I'm not gonna question or anything and then you know alex is the kind of guy that says why not <laughs> and, and not to be you know not to be combative but just to really really why can't i like i want to do that why can't i yeah. Yeah. Why can't we try and do that? Let's talk about it. And um, you know, that doesn't work for everyone, but it worked it worked for me, man. <laughs> yeah. I started thinking differently. Yeah, definitely never hurts to ask ask the question, right? Yeah. I, why why not ask a question, honestly? Yeah. Like what's the worst and thing that can happen? 
uh, I like how you said, you know, like the back wall. Um, I was talking to Chris, uh, some pe- a person from Chicago re- reached out to us re- recently asking about a complex in Cleveland. And they asked if the back wall was live because they were going to a tournament. And I was like, I'm not going to that tournament, but I'm almost positive it's always live you know, there. And they immediately changed their mind and they weren't going anymore. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's like, yeah. it's different for us. And like, I'm new to the, the synthetic floors, like the, the professional, like where you have a, what's it called? High, high wood? High wood. High wood. High wood. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's, so it's in, in high wood, Illinois. The okay. Club. So it's the name gotcha. of the city. I recently just played on a similar court that's synthetic, you know, and I, I, that was crazy to me. It's like rolling on glass, but you know, after yeah. 20, 200 rolls, I finally got the hang of it, but it's like, I wasn't complaining. Yeah, I wasn't mad. I was, uh, yeah. I was so excited to just, you know, it was just something newer to me and I was excited to learn and be as good as the people that are beating me. <laughs> I, absolutely. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's the joy of bocce is mm-hmm. can you be the best? that day on that court you know yeah there's a uh, and sometimes i am <laughs> most <laughs> of the time i'm not but i keep coming back no definitely there's a saying in basketball uh i played in high school and we we went to uh districts and then to states and we played into this in this huge arena here in columbus ohio and all of us are like, shoot, like we haven't played in this kind of gym before. The hoop is completely different. We're used to having a wall right behind it, this and that. And our coach just said, hey, shooters, shoot. Like you figure it out. If you're a player, you're going to figure it out. Go out there, practice, adjust, make the adjustments you need and do it. Like you're you're supposed to be a competitive athlete, a competitive person. Just go out and, and figure it out. That's the whole thing. Get it done or uh, honestly – give up you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have that choice you know you can you can pick a different sport you know right um but i i just i i can't get enough uh, of competition no matter what um you know when we we're out in Cle- cleveland funny story about just competitive nature uh that uh that that big wickliffe the big wickliffe tournament you know we, we'd have five six seven hours between games and um, I wasn't nearly as committed to the sport, you know, as I am now, uh, all those years ago. Yeah. And one of the times we had so much time that we went to the wildlife uh, office and got fishing licenses. <laughs> and I went down to the lake and fished for like an hour. And then, uh, you know, went and had a meal. We walked around in like a forest reserve, you know, like. Dr- like drove and- back to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Came back. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And it was crazy. And uh, so it's just everywhere you go, it's going to be completely different. And you, you got to be ready, ready for the challenge. Yep. And uh, if you, at the end of the day, you know, if you don't win, here's another great, here's another great bocce, um, a bocce thing I've started. Is, and you'll, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I, and I, I'm sorry if you guys are guilty of it. I was too. But... How many times do you see somebody roll a ball, a bad ball, and then go, oh, my hand did this, or, <laughs> oh, the wall, it's not supposed to go like that off the wall, or, oh, what, the, what, what kind of court is this? Why would it turn like that? You know, the, all these excuses. And I look at them, and I go, you know, the ball wouldn't do anything without you. <laughs> you know, like, I love that. I love that. you got to stop blaming things that don't move. Yep. And think about why you failed, yep. and, and just fix it, man. It's okay. Like, a lot of bad balls get rolled and it's nobody's fault but your own yeah well, i definitely know a person or or two or just a person ah. that does that <laughs> that's for sure yeah so uh, around my league you know around my uh the log cabin league uh i started doing that and just kind of policing going around going nope that wasn't the ball that wasn't the wall <laughs> that was you my friend so so uh, what's the law what's the log cabin league can you give us some info on that yeah, uh, the log cabin is a very eccentric, uh, strange Polish bar, and it's and I say it's a Polish bar because it's a Polish bar, guys. <laughs> I remember like when I turned twenty-one, we used to go up there, and it's almost like when you open the door, there's a record scratch, and then a bunch of old guys look up from a card table, and you're like can I get a beer? <laughs> Very nice people. You know, it just, it was just a different bar. So one of my friends was having a drink out back with the owner of the bar and they were out back and there's a big lot, empty lot of grass. 
and he says, what do you do here? And he goes, oh, well, we'll throw parties, you know, private events. You know, sometimes we put bags out there and the horseshoe and, um, but mostly, you know, for reservations. And my buddy says, why don't you build some bocce courts? And I'll bring my friends over. We can start a league. You'll start making some money. And he goes, yeah, 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 I'll do it. What's bocce? <laughs> and um, so that he tells me that. And, uh, you know, I said, why don't we go back over there, you know, and check in, make sure, you know, you know, bar owners say a lot right. late at night, you know. Sure, sure, sure. I'll put in bocce courts, right? And uh, we go back like 10 days later. There's two courts. Uh, laid. Two courts laid. Like Hell 65 yeah. feet long. Nine feet wide, gravel, walls. And he goes, when are you guys going to start the league? And that was that. <laughs> so, like, within a month, uh, we fired up our first league. It was, I think, six teams of two. And me and my two buddies that played regularly together split up. So we each took on a new partner and then began this league in the interest of, you know, growing out that way and spreading the talent. And the goal was to build a league strong enough that we could play together one day. You know, us, the three original founders. Yeah. So one of the founders, he's a bar rat. He's not welcome back anymore. Um, he's out of the circuit. You know, he hasn't, I haven't seen him in um, a while. He hasn't played bocce in years. Uh, but this season, which is starting uh, the second week in May, our return, you know, full season. I'm playing with my buddy Frank Felici, who is my co-founder, uh, because we have built the league strong enough to, to withstand the power of the founders. That's awesome. That's exciting. And we're good, but I, I don't think we're even favorites. Honestly, I would I would rank us in the top five easily. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to win every game, but uh, I I would say. If I were to do a hard ranking right now, I would say we're the third best team just because of experience. We haven't played together in a long time. Right. Humble. Very uh, humble. <laughs> yeah. I know what it is, guys. You know, <laughs> so, I'm the best in my head. <laughs> that's, how, yeah. that's how you have to think, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I know you, I like how you mentioned earlier is like, when's our turn? When's Bocce's turn? Curling had its turn. And I think we're on the horizon. We're slowly approaching. Um, Bocce is pretty big in these Special Olympics, not the. Um, you know, the Olympics, but the Special Olympics. I know you've been involved in the Special Olympics before. What was your role in that? And tell us a little bit about it. Well, this is great. Um, American Bocce Company works very closely with Special Olympics Illinois. And uh, I'm not sure if it's nationally, but they've worked nationally as well. Uh, and even began to work internationally uh, with, with England, rolling out, you know, uh, ABC courts, the Packerold, these beautiful Packerold courts uh, out there. And I haven't heard about that in a while, you know. Again, that thing that happened last year kind of <laughs> makes everything yep. see, either seem like yesterday or like 10 years ago, you know. Yeah. Uh, so um, when I saw what American Bocce was doing with Special Olympics uh, back in 2019, I saw that they were, they sent out like a teaser that they were real excited to be going downstate. Uh, to Southern Illinois, which is actually Central Illinois, Southern Illinois University zone in Central Illinois. And they were running the state Olympics. And the people who ran the state championship for Special Olympics for forever was retiring. And they were handing it over to Alex and the American Bocce Company. So at this time in early 2019, I was friends with Alex, uh, but we weren't we weren't buddies, I would say. You know, we were acquaintances. We saw each other every week at Bocce. We talked Bocce all the time, but, you know, we really didn't hang out much outside of that. And I just started, I, I decided I wanted to go, and I just started pestering him. I started sending emails and text messages and being like, yo, get me on that Special Olympics team, man. I really want to go down. And then I, he said, yeah, for sure. And then I would wait a week and go, just making sure, you know, I want to be on board. I want to get down there. And, Persistent. Uh, before you know yeah exactly and uh but not you know i wasn't a pet i was just i was like put me out there you know put me in coach you know give me a chance yeah. I, I just want to see what it's like and uh of course he did you know because i think he believed i was sincere and uh really wanted to help out and see what we could do together and uh so he assembled a super team you know american bocce company players uh and 
not just, you know, good players, but, you know, ambassadors for the sport. And um, a few people really have a strong ties to the Special Olympics, you know. So we had this nice team of eight people. And uh, a lot of them I knew from the league, but it was a great weekend to go down and spend with them and really kind of dive in to see what ABC was about and what this core group uh, of volunteers was about. And uh, I'm telling you guys, that weekend, uh, I was nervous going down because I'd never worked with Special Olympics. And I, honestly, I don't do anything charitable. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I just, I'm a blue collar kid and uh, I'm, I have a very busy mind and uh, yeah. I just, you know, I don't have time to think about that stuff. And so I, mm -hmm. I thought this is something that I can do because I play bocce. I love bocce. And I love helping people in any way I can. So put me out there. I go yeah. down, man. I'm telling you, there was not like within, within the first five minutes, I knew, uh, there's nothing to be nervous about. Mm -hmm. And what, what amazed me was the amount of bocce leagues I've played in. And these people were talking about the ball, the wall, this thing, complain, oh, this place sucks. I can't believe, you know, one thing after another, none of, none of that. None of the positivity on the court of these athletes just absolutely blew me away. And there's nothing strange about these athletes. They have the, the same range of personalities that we do. They have the same range of skill sets that we do. Uh, you know, there's better players that are more serious about the game and really intense. And there's some people that just like hanging out and having a good time and let's throw the yeah. ball when they're ready. You know, uh, I, I was so involved at one point, I called a uh, foot foul on a fella in a wheelchair when his, uh, his helper rolled him past the line. And I go, Hey, I'm sorry. And he, I mean, he laughed for, you know, 10 minutes. Before I, didn't, I didn't cancel his ball, but like, that's how engaged we were. We were just out there like with, they all felt like our buddies, you know, they all wanted to take pictures of us after every game. And, uh, that weekend, and, and then we spent the night, you know, we had dinner, talked about how great it went. The next day, it was about 12 hours straight. It was like 90 degrees, like blistering heat. And uh, it didn't bother us, man. Like, we, we just did it. And, you know, we were definitely exhausted after that weekend. But they ran, I mean, they ran hundreds of games. It was absurd, like, yeah. how fast it was going. And uh, at one point, I was just kind of overseeing uh, other officials, you know, making sure everything was moving smoothly, and I'm bouncing court to court. And I thought, you know what? This is what I want to do. Like, mm -hmm. that, it was that weekend that I decided, like, I need, I need bocce because I can fulfill, you know, of course, the need to play bocce. Obviously, yeah, right. <laughs> that's the that's the yeah. main goal in all of this. <laughs> give, give me court time, uh, but. I can also, um, you know, I can help people. I can do, I can do things I always imagined I would do. Uh, I just never took the time to, to find out what I was interested in. And this is like the perfect marriage of all of the things that I like as an adult. Um, you know, I'm in my 40s and I say, you know, my 20s, I thought I knew everything. My 30s, I didn't think I knew anything. And now in the 40s, I just know everything about me. I know who I am. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I'm not afraid to say it. And I'm not afraid to say no. Yeah. Uh, and that saying no gives you the time to focus on what you want to say yes to. And yeah. I wanted, I said yes to the Special Olympics, and that weekend, that was it. I said I'm, I'm doing something with Bashi for the rest of my life. And that's when Alex and I really started picking up uh, the language and, and focusing on bigger goals and. Um, uh, that that was a huge moment for me. So that was taken away from us, you know, too, with the crazy events of last year. Uh, but mm -hmm. we are so excited to get back out there as soon as soon as they're up and running because yeah. uh, that's that's the real joy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Most, mostly because I lose all the time, so <laughs> I feel I feel better when I don't play and everyone's having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. We can relate there on the losing in regards to when we travel. <laughs> and play in these tournaments, you know, we'll win, we might win a few games here and there, but we haven't come out oh, on man, top it's yet. Hard. It's <laughs> hard. There's nothing, there's nothing more deflating than driving six, eight hours with your best friend. And then <laughs> going out on the court, you know, on Thursday night, warming up and then going to hit the town, having a drink. We're going to crush this thing tomorrow, man. These guys got no chance. <laughs> and for the same reason, right? Cause I've never heard of this bocce club. So there's no way any of them are better than me because I'm the best player. 
And then you just go out and you get pushed, you know? And you don't even know what happened. And then the ride home, uh, fortunately, you know, I've had pretty good, um, you know, team unity where there was no, it was no blame game really. And we'd, we'd have good fun rides home but we would just talk about the games and we would probably mention every bad ball that we took the whole weekend in the car ride on the way home yep. at one point yep. or another. I'm like, and, uh, but I really think that's a part of uh, getting better, you know, it's just mm-hmm. experiencing those losses and, you know, some people, they affect more than others. Uh, I am one of those people. I will snap up in the middle of the night and just go, ah, I'm thinking about a shot, <laughs> you know, seven months ago, <laughs> one idiot made against me and I, you know, It'll, uh, it'll drive me nuts, but uh, I think that I think that's what keeps me going uh, as far as you know practicing alone or just playing in as many leagues as I can. Is that I want to get to a point where I just don't lose ever. Yeah, yeah that'll definitely. be awesome. And um, Chris and I, we were talking about uh, you know our, our favorite tournaments coming up this year, and I don't know, and this will be one of our final topics, but I just I don't know how much you can talk about it yet because I teased it last episode. And we talked on the phone a little bit, but is there any update on this big tournament that, um, you know, I can't wait for in the big Midwestern? I have big news, guys. I Uh-oh. have basically all the information. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm about to make an announcement. Are you ready for this? Let's I, do I'm it. Like Let's do excited. it. I've been kind of faking it this whole time, uh, thinking <laughs> we were building to this, but uh, I wanted to open with it because this is big news. The American Bocce Company I was collaborating with the historic and absolutely pristine Palazzo de Bocce in just outside of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, let's see, I think it's Port Orion Township, Michigan. Uh, this beautiful facility has 50-foot tall ceilings, glass windows. They have 10 professional bocce cords. They are Colioni cords, synthetic, professionally laid, 90 feet long, 12 feet wide. This place is heaven. This is the kind of place that every bocce player in America must visit once before they die. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. to imagine, I heard about it for years and years and years. And the first time I walked into that place, it was better than anything I ever imagined because my love of the game had peaked at an all time high. And this place is the Mecca of bocce. So we are throwing a two day event. In September, the dates are Friday, September 10th, Saturday, September 11th. This is a two-day event featuring two simultaneous tournaments. And these tournaments are going to be a gold division and a silver division. So I'm going to start off with the silver division. Who are these players, right? These are like backyard champs. They, they, they win at the barbecues, you know. Uh, they're not great at bocce, you know, but they're really good at drinking beer, hanging out, you know, <laughs> these people, you got them in your leagues. Uh, you know, maybe a feared foursome that like wins a lot, but you know, isn't like professionally serious. They just like hanging out where they're hanging out. Um, you know, how about people that are just like good at anything, you know, throwing darts, throwing bags, you know, those people, I bet you guys are pretty close to that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, or maybe like, uh, I'll try anything once or, you know, like, this sounds fun. You know, yeah. like we're hanging out at the league. I've never played. I'll give it a shot. Like that's the silver division, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to have a great time. You're going to get a lot of games. You know, you're going to get to know your bartenders and hostesses. Uh, and you're going to be able to hang out and watch uh, whether or not next year you'll be ready to join the gold division. Uh, because those games are going to be going on side by side. Uh, what is the gold division? I think it's pretty obvious. These are, the, these are your club champions. These are your, like, repeat league winners. Uh, These are your perennial first-place finishers. Uh, These are experienced players. You know, these players probably own their own balls. Some of them, like myself, own their own shoes. Uh, One of the the biggest gets in my bocce life is uh, Super Martel sneakers. Um, You know, these are the best of the best of the best. And it doesn't have to be the best in the world or the best in America the best from your area like get out there and see how you are against other of the best regional players what are they playing for they're playing for five thousand dollars cash and that's going to trickle down into the places and uh, we are working on other prizes uh i'm not going to tease those i got a list of maybes and they are looking good 
Uh, so what's different about this tournament? You guys have traveled all around, around Ohio playing tournaments. I don't know how much you've gotten out of state, but, you know, I've played in, I think, five or six different states. And every tournament's a little different. But the problem, being young, is they're a little stale. And by stale, I mean, when am I playing? Who am I playing? Uh, what court is that going to be on? Where is that court? Uh, what do I do in between games? Um, you know, who are these people and where are they from? You know, a lot of that happens. You know, somebody like me is going to find out all that information. Yeah. And if you can't tell, I talk. That's what I do. That's why they put me out here. <laughs> I just talk. So I'm going to find those people. But, you know, bocce people aren't all social. You know, they're kind of, they can be quiet. And then, you know, week two, week three, they start warming up once they get comfortable mm -hmm. around the new crowds and stuff. So um, what we're trying to do is, is engage our players all weekend. From the time you walk in the door until the time you drive home, we're going to have bocce for you. We're throwing in a skills competition that players can enter individually. And we're going to get a big prize for that. Also, a mystery list working on a few things. Well, we're going to have a skills competition, which would essentially be like a bocce decathlon or maybe like a 15-20 event, uh, you know, just one role, you know, 20 different roles. And we're going to set that up for everybody and give everybody a chance to win that big prize. We are working on, you know, a welcoming party where we can roll out bocce courts at a brewery nearby Love and it. maybe Love play it. some cash games or like a mix Love and get to know uh, your competition on some – uh, portable pack world. Uh, we're looking into after parties, you know, uh, when I travel to tournaments and the second, my last game's done, we go out, you know, we're downtown Memphis, downtown Cleveland, downtown Boston, anywhere, but you know, the club, which is 40 minutes outside the city. Right. Uh, we know that's going to happen. So we're, we're trying to plan something after to get more bocce in because when you're sitting in the hotel room during a bocce tournament, you're talking about bocce. You know, you want to play more, you know, like, and you're just a lot of this, this short amount of time on the court. Maybe you can practice once, once down, once back, but we are trying to fully engage you morning, noon, night, bocce, bocce, bocce. And outside of the tournament you sign up for, you know, everything's an elective. You don't have to participate, but we're really encouraging that. And, and our idea is we're going to see, you know, the silver division playing and that, that tournament's going to wrap up. And everybody's going to have a break to watch the semifinals, finals, kind of gather around, get a big crowd to give those young players or new players, you know, a feel of what it's like, you know, in mm -hmm. serious competition when it gets heat. But then that's going to finish up. And then we're going to have, you know, the gold division, semifinals and finals so that everybody there, you know, can watch. And we're, we're, we're hoping that, you know, the experienced players will watch the new players and give them tips and, uh, you know, encourage them and bring them along and kind of point out things in their game that they might change or what they did good, what they did bad. And uh, we're expecting the, the, the Silver Division players to watch the gold game, see what is possible out there on the court, you know, see what strategy decisions are different, see what, you know, the style they shoot, how they release the ball, all these kind of things. We're going to put this all in one building for two days. Uh, we're going to do, um, I heard you guys on your previous uh, podcast talking about uh, the international game. You know, that's a, the very new concept, you know, to you guys. Uh, it was, I've only been playing about four or five years and it's very intense. Uh, we're going to do a tutorial, you know, we're going to, we're going to show everybody there how this game is played. And maybe, you know, a few of those people will want to step up and try and compete at that level. Uh, but we just want to give you as much exposure to the game as we can. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. uh, that is going to be a wall-to-wall, -wall, you know, massive undertaking, massive event. And we are happy to announce it right here on Bocce Bros <laughs> Podcast. We gave it a little teaser. You know, we threw the point yeah. out there. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, a, a lot of this information that I'm sharing with you will be available as soon as this weekend, I'd bet. And uh, then we're just going to keep rolling out the good news, you know. Uh, awesome. So, how does that sound? I mean, you guys have any questions about something this massive? Well, uh, so what excites me, you know, when you talk about bocce in general and how do you get it out? How, how, how are you able to make it access? It's all about accessibility, 
you know, the old school way, you need to have standalone courts and they need to be 65 feet long, blah, blah, blah. You guys obviously are doing something very different there in Chicago where you're able to bring courts to bars and you showed us a setup earlier. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's exactly how it should be. What's awesome about the place you're, you're speaking of is they have 10 courts, you said? They have 10 courts. We, uh, I believe we have eight of them. Okay. I mean, Four even lines. even eight, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And, and for you to have that capacity, you're able to do so much with it. And there's other places that I can think of, maybe two off the top of my head, that, that have that uh, the capability in, in those courts. But like you said, you're bringing a, a new style, a whole new thought process to this. So you've seen the old way, and the old way is cool. It's, 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 you know, we respect it, we love it, but we're a new generation. We, we want to figure out different ways to incorporate not only your, your stellar bocce athletes, but anyone else, like you said, the silver division, or anyone just wants to enjoy it and just keep people engaged. And that's really what I'm, I'm excited about when I hear that. You know, it's, hey... You know, yeah, you might have three hours between games, but there's all this other stuff going on that you're going to be able to do, and that's that's what's great. That's that's what excites me a lot. And you know, I'm expecting full participation in extracurriculars from the silver division. <laughs> oh I mean, yeah, come on, that's why we're there, right? Uh, the gold division. I would love to encourage that. You know, just get out there and mingle, man. I mean, you know, I'll play a game with anybody if I can introduce the game to somebody. I mean, they could be, you know. What, what, what's like a what, what's the hard to play with? Left-handed. They could be left-handed. I'd play with them. You know, they, could be, they could be ten feet tall. I'd play with them. They could be five hundred pounds. I'd play with them. You know, men, women, children. You know, senior citizens. Like, let's let's get out there. Like, this sport does not discriminate. You know, right. and uh, that's what we're trying to show is that the the most traditional part of this tournament is going to be the game of bocce ball. We are, we are honoring the tradition of the sport. We are doing it at the highest level on the best courts, And we want to show that we're serious about the game. You know, we're not a bunch mm-hmm. of wahoos that just want to party and, and you know, play cash games. Right. Like we, want to, we want to build this sport. We want to grow this sport. Uh, and we want to see this sport, you know, we don't want to see the sport die. And I know the sport mm-hmm. won't die because of, you know, guys like you and me. And, you know, we're going to have our leagues no matter what. But... I think it can become an actual sport. I think we can create an actual league. I think we can create a ranking system. I think we can do bigger things. I think we can get this game in the Olympics. And when mm-hmm. I say we, I mean we, like you and me and Chris, you know, Dante and Chris and Alex and myself, like we can get this game in the Olympics and we have time. Like, and this is what I'm focusing, you know, my life on is just making this sport everything that it can be, um, grow, prosper, move on forever, never be forgotten. Yeah. And that'll just bring more and more better players, which will bring more and more better competition and what's not to like, you know, and when there's more players, more competition, there's more sponsorship, which means more courts, which means more facilities, more clubs. I mean, mm-hmm. what, when, when does it end? You know, yeah. right. It's, and we're just starting. And I'm, I'm incredibly excited. I've seen Palazzo Debachi on YouTube. You know, it looks amazing. The tournament itself, but, you know, September 10th and 11th is going to be an amazing time. I can't wait to be there. I know the rest of Debachi Pro is looking forward to being involved in whatever way we can help get the word out. We're going to, you know, talk to our Northeast Ohio folks. It's, I like how you guys, you know, you guys placed it in the perfect spot too. It's not, you know, it's not 20 hours away. It's not a flight away. It's a, what's, what's the choice? At most six hours. From uh, Ohio? From us, it's less uh, than that, yeah. Yeah, it's less than that. So I can't wait. I'm excited um, about all of it. And you being the person that, you know, Alex and ABC, you got the energy, man. You have the attitude to get this game in the Olympics, get the – not this in the Olympics, but get the game in the light of the people. Um, and just hearing you, you know, I know we talked on the phone briefly, but talking to you virtually face-to-face – I see it in your attitude, and obviously you're like literally at bocce courts right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, hey. I, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be something else. Yeah. How many yeah. teams? How many teams are you looking to uh, to sign up in each division? So we're doing 16 teams for each division. Okay. So 32 max, uh, and 
The reason we ended up on that number was because we were able to negotiate the amount of space that we needed and that that would line up with the time frame we're imagining for the game mm-hmm. to take place. Will it be question. double elimination? Here's the thing. Uh, we're going to do a classic format, which is a round robin and then a bracket tournament, uh, possibly a second chance tournament. Let me ask you guys a question. You've played in a lot of tournaments. If I were to give you a guarantee of how many games you were going to play at the American Bocce Open, what would your guess be? A guarantee. I already know the answer, so I can't say. I mean, so so let me, I'm just going to go off of tournaments I've played in. And a guarantee in every other tournament I've played in is two. We have a guaranteed minimum six games per team. That's awesome. You guys like bocce? You guys like bocce? We like bocce. (laughs) We love bocce. (laughs) So, I mean, we're giving the people what they want. You know, we're getting, Mm -hmm. you're going to get your money's worth just by playing, just by being around other bocce players, just by entering the skills competition, just by going to the brewery after the tournament and hanging out with these people and playing cash games on a small court. I mean, guys, this is, this is going to be bocce central. Yeah. You know, um, we got all kinds of other surprises, uh, that I won't even, how about that's the only team. We got all kinds of other surprises so, happening. And, uh, I, I cannot wait to just watch this unfold and come together. And, um, I, I do have one question for both of you. I also, uh, the minimum game, uh, I'm very happy that you went low. Uh, makes it sound cooler. <laughs> Are you guys gold? Are you guys golden? Uh, we would play gold. We would have to. I mean, we're so competitive. We're we're the best in our area of Columbus, but Columbus is very new, new to the bocce game. We are from okay. we're from Northeast Ohio, Youngstown, Cleveland, which is we consider one of the bocce meccas in the country. Even though we haven't been really anywhere else, but we just <laughs> we've seen that. We know how many bocce courts are. There's 16 bocce courts within a mile radius, basically. Like it's 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 that isn't, that's insane. You know, I, I kind of made that number up, but there's a lot. <laughs> Actually, it's probably I, I accurate you, I, though, Dante. Like if you think about all the it's clubs, right. it's, yeah. it's around that, yeah. But um, I mean, I had to convince somebody to build bocce courts because there weren't enough around. You know, <laughs> I mean that's what we're trying to do here. You know, our goal is to open our own spot one day, hopefully sooner than later. Um, uh, what were you what? What did you? Where was I going with that? Oh, gold. We're we're gold, baby. Yeah, that's solid gold. That's like, like awesome powers. <laughs> we, solid gold. Yeah. You know, we although the silver sounds a lot more fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, silver gonna be fun, and uh, like a lot of people can win the silver. But you know, what what are you going for? Exactly. Like, do, do you, you know, you want to be the best. You got to beat the best. You know, and um, and I'm not discounting the silver division. It's just two forms of the game, you know? Right. And uh, we just want that to be... Because I'm telling you, I've got rolled off enough courts. You know, you got to be crazy like me to keep coming back to this. Because you get rolled off a court, you know, you're, you're barely getting, like, a nice game. You know, you're not getting any tips or tricks or, like, you know, how to improve your game. They're just happy they beat you. You know, like, get out of here. You're done. You know, yeah. you're not good enough. Uh, but you know, someone like me just keeps coming back for more. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, I just keep going to the club, you know, nobody invites me. I just go and play. <laughs> and, uh, even if nobody plays with me, I'll play by myself, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're just trying to break that, you know, and it's not, there's nothing wrong with how, uh, bocce has evolved. You know, it's, it's traditionally an Italian sport. So it was raised in Italian clubs. And Italian clubs, you know, are private social clubs. You know, they're family clubs. Uh, but the sport that they, they built these clubs around is so great. I can't, I can't let them keep it to themselves. I, I, need, to, I need to share it with everybody. And that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole purpose of our mission, man. And that's the whole purpose of this American Bocce Open tournament is to just say, hey, are you the best in Bocce? Prove it. You know, yeah. come on out and show us your best and take that money home. Uh, otherwise, you know, you're just the best at your club. Right. 100%. So I, I love this. And unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap up here in a minute. But what I want to go long, guys. I go no, long. no, you're completely fine. 
what I want to do, though, and the reason why is I want to get you back on. And especially after this is announced and we can maybe talk a little bit more details and and go into it a little bit further um, about everything, because it's it sounds exciting. And I, I know there's a ton of more you know information about it and, and other things that other topics we can talk about. Um, but, yeah, man, it's it's we're Dante, you're on mute. But we're we're definitely excited. We've like we said when we first started this bocce bro thing, we didn't know really what to expect. We thought honestly it would be more of like a local thing, uh, until we found you guys and you know built this relationship. And we're hopefully one day, and it's before you know this tournament we can meet. But um, you know that's that's what it's all you about. You know, uh, honestly, we we are. We are looking at the calendar very closely here, and we are we are going to be out in Ohio uh, this, this summer. Uh, you know, we got we we love. First of all, I didn't even mention that the Bachi Bros, these fine gentlemen I'm speaking to, they're helping us out with this tournament. They're helping out a lot. They're you know I uh, I spoke to Dante uh, a week ago, and you know or a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this tournament the first time, and I said I, I really want you guys to not not just come to the tournament. Like I want you to be in on the ground floor and I want you to, you know, recruit out in your area uh, while we're recruiting out in our area and just keep an open line of communication because, you know, you're a hub for all of these, you know, areas around you that are having communities. You know, we're a hub for the areas around us, you know, and if we can get a contact at every one of these hubs and each one of these hubs has multiple leagues, you know, multiple communities, if we can get a contact in every one of these, you know, then we can start setting up tournaments all over the place for everybody. Right. You know? Definitely. Mm-hmm. 100%, man. Yeah. Or what I'm about, excited. you know, what about 10 years down the road, uh, a traveling league, you know, yeah. like an actual league. The... I know we take buses, but, you know, eventually, <laughs> yeah. eventually you maybe we'll get up there. Get like a cool <laughs> RV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. September 10th and 11th of this year, Bocce is back bigger than ever for one of the bigger tournaments you'll probably ever play in. Um, you'll get more information from us. We're going to post it to our main page on the website once it gets announced. So check it on the website. You'll see it. Uh, maybe we'll include a link to you know get in contact with Andy and the ABC guys to get signed up. Andy, thank you so so much for talking with us. Um, we could go. I know all three of us could probably go on for like ten more hours. Uh, I think yeah. they're shutting the bar down where you're at right now. Oh <laughs> uh, no, we're good, man. We're, we're uh, we still got another two hours here, so we're good. What's up, homie? Um, yeah, I got a game right behind me. Honestly, thank you guys. Uh, like you said, we didn't know this world was out there, and here we are talking. And you know, the hardest thing about doing a podcast. It's doing it, man. Yeah. You guys are out there. You guys are out there doing it. We're know? trying. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah. Stuff my whole life, and uh, it turns out I didn't want to do that stuff because mm-hmm. I just never did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you got you guys just you, you did it. You know, I, I've listened to every episode, and I just I, I love the the variety. You know, you're getting the variety of different conversations, and um, every everybody has the same same spirit. For yeah. The game. You know, they have the same love of the game, uh, no matter how different it is. No, you appreciate what you guys are doing. 100% accurate. And like you you said, you know, there's all these people out there, and we just need to build that avenue to bring everyone together. And I think we're doing it. And and now that it sucked that we started it during COVID, (laughs) where we we all couldn't figure that out. But it also is good because it gives us some time. But we're going to figure it out. It's going to be good. And honestly, COVID actually did a lot for Bachi. Yeah. It got it. It got it outside. Uh, yep. It got leagues to mingle with each other, you know, and to make uh, have makeshift games on outdoor courts. You know, we were playing in park districts. We were playing in uh, all kinds of different places we never played before. Yep. We were meeting new people like you guys. You know, uh, we we're doing charitable events. You know, we started doing live streaming. You know, our playoffs when when our leagues came back abbreviated. Like this all started because of quarantine. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we had the time to not play Bonte for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And think about, hey, like, what else can we do for this sport? And so, um, it, you know, I am not saying that it was a blessing, but the, the time the time was so different, it, it finally gave us the freedom to 
try something bigger. Yeah. Silver lining. Silver lining for sure. Silver lining. Yes, sir. That's the word I was looking for. There I'm an optimist, so everything, everything's good for me. You know. I love it. Good. Likewise, brother. I love that. All right, Andy. Well, hey, you have a great night. We appreciate you, and we will be talking to you soon, man. Yo, can't wait to talk, man. Great work, guys. Keep Thanks, it up. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk to Take you care. soon. All right. See you, brother. Take care, guys.